This is a tripod broadcast. Well, let's start recording, so... We just did. Okay, cool. I think this is a key show to listen to because it's... It's it's uh, it's all about emotional masturbation. Yeah. <laughs> Journalistic integrity. It encapsulates everything that we're about. And I'm sorry. Now, <laughs> give that some thought. Yeah. With Addison... I can't be mad at you. You got a haircut. And Matt. I would recommend that you, you stop listening right now. <laughs> week off, etc., etc. Uh, yeah, man, I was the sickest I've been since I was a kid. You told me that, yeah. What was, uh... Just the flu. Were, were, you, were you puking, too, or, or just... Yeah, it was everything the flu entails. Oh, wow, you had you had the whole nine yards, yeah. huh? Well, uh, ladies and gentlemen, there you have it. Get your flu shots, because you might catch it from Matt mm. via this show. Yeah. Can germs go over airwaves? Yes. They can? Yeah. Okay. I was going to consult the doctor, but yeah. I've got you, so... Well, you know, quantum physics, uh, tachyons, um, you know. Germs, uh, yeah, biology. Uh, tertiary systems of. Bacteria. Of uh, bacteria. It, it happens. It simply happens, you know. Gross astrophysiological conditions. Yeah. yeah. So if you haven't had a flu shot, you probably should stop listening. I, <laughs> I'm just trying to say big words now. Um, I'm going to run out of big words. Welcome to Give That Some Thought, Tripod Broadcasting Flagship Show. We took two weeks off. Uh, one, as you can hear, now, now, and here's the funny part, that was the first week of the two weeks, was the yeah. sickness that, that you can hear in Matt's voice now, and the second of the two weeks, I was out of town from, I was out of town from like Sunday afternoon to Wednesday, it just it couldn't happen. Um, but yeah, that first one, um, well, we were talking about doing it, I think we had a date or a time, and then and then like I called you or you called me, I don't remember, but I remember the phone call, and I wish I'd recorded it, because you sounded, it was truly incredible. If you think Matt sounds bad now, he he sounded, you sounded like you were knocking on death's doorstep. Yeah. You sounded like you were at that point where <laughs> you start to offer the Reaper, like, well, you can have two-thirds of my soul if I get to stay on this earth for a little longer. Like, you were you were having that conversation. Yeah, it, sounded it, was, like. it just was it just wasn't good. Yeah. Just, you know. You sounded really uh, bad. It was, you know, that time of year. It's that time of year. It is that time of year. Anyway. But uh, how many days of work do you miss because of sickness? Uh, one. Damn. Damn. That's what I was going to say. I was going to go there because. Uh, the- and that was the day that I went in and they were like, yeah, you can't be here. <laughs> They're just like, please, then, please don't. Yeah, after like an hour and a half, I got sent home, so. Yeah, that's what I've always done too. I I think I've missed um in the whole time I've been working all my jobs. I think I've missed I don't even know if I've missed cuz of being sick. Maybe maybe once that I can recall that I was yeah. really sick, but that's it, you know. Meanwhile, you know, you got guys who have a little bit of a hangover and they call Oh, exactly. Them. Yeah. And you're just okay, you know. Yeah. All right, fine. Yeah. Yep. If you're gonna if you're gonna if you're gonna pile on the uh, liquor and booze, it's your responsibility to be exactly. at work the next day. Exactly. Be a man about it mm-hmm. or a woman about it and show up to work. Yeah. That's all I ask. I don't have a problem with you drinking. You know, we all like to have a good time. Mm-hmm. But you're gonna be at work the next day. Yeah. And if you have to you have to do a little uh little bloody Mary in the morning before you come into work, that's your business. You yeah. know, I'm not one to judge that either. <laughs> uh just be shaven and have the right socks on and, and we'll go from there. You know. Yeah, this thing about shaving mm. at Chick-fil-A. I don't Ridiculous. work at Chick-fil-A. I work at an undisclosed restaurant. Oh yeah, the undisclosed restaurant yeah. where you have to be you have to have be shaved. 
Yeah. You have to be uh, shaved and wear a name tag and say, my pleasure. But we're not saying the restaurant. We're not saying the restaurant. Yeah. And you're closed on Sundays. But other than that, no. Yeah, but other than that, no. No specifics, but other than that, no. (laughs) Anyways, um, gosh. Yeah, that's pretty much occupied your two weeks. And then then, then (laughs) I'll share this and then we'll move on. I texted Matt the other day. Uh, well, we were talking about originally doing this month. Was it Monday or Tuesday after work? Yeah, Monday because yesterday was Tuesday. You know, they're all blur. But anyways, yeah, we were talking about doing it, and then, and then I was like, um, I just worked. I'm not really feeling it. You know, we'll do it Wednesday. Mm-hmm. And you, you said you were like, that's probably a good thing because uh, I played Elder Scrolls Online for 12 hours. And drank two thirds of a bottle of Sailor Jerry's. Yeah. And and I t- I told my wife about that, and she's like, "Oh my gosh!" And I said, "Do you know what Sailor Jerry's is?" And she's like, "No." And I was like, "I was like, it's it's shitty Captain Morgan." No, it's not. It's actually much better than Captain Morgan. It's cheaper than Captain Morgan. Yeah, but it's no, it's much better. Is it a white rum or is it a? No, it's a spice rum. As a, yeah, well, that's what I thought, but it's but it's forty two percent alcohol. <laughs> so it's. 43, so it's quite a bit So stronger. were you just drinking this over ice? Like, what was... No, with a little bit of diet cherry Dr. Pepper. There you go. Um, no, it... <laughs> well, I noticed you're still making uh, good decisions, because uh, when I got over here and started setting up uh, Tripod One, uh, <laughs> I had to move the case of Bush off the table, so... It was an empty case of Bush. It was an empty case of Bush, and I'm glad to see uh, that you're still making good decisions I in terms of the alcohol. I only drank last night. <laughs> No, I didn't mean good decisions in the amount that you drink because I, I, yeah. I, I know you're a heavy drinker. But but the uh, heavy is in the eye of the beer holder. Yes, <laughs> a heavy drink just means you have you know a full drink. That's all. Is that it? Uh huh. Well, well, then I'm a heavy drinker. Yeah, we're all heavy drinkers. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but no, I did play Elder Scrolls for 12 oh, hours shit. and did absolutely nothing besides drink some Sailor Jerry's. And it wasn't just Sailor Jerry's; it was. A cheap knockoff of Sailor Jerry's. Oh. So it was like $4 less for the bottle. There you Plus go. it was like... Take it from Matt. Teaching these kids how to drink on the cheap. Yeah, I want to say it was like 98 proof. <laughs> yeah. Yikes. Uh, I mean, I was pretty lit when I... When I... Uh, when, when you I crashed fell, out? fell asleep, yeah. Yeah. Or not when I fell asleep, but when... After the, the 12th hour of playing... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and you're, you're just having a hard time focusing on the screen... You're like no, I I can keep on playing. Yeah, and then yeah. it just it doesn't work out. Later. Yeah, yeah. I, I like little bit after about twelve and a half hours of playing. Yeah, I passed out. Like with the control control in your hand. hand. Yeah, we've yeah. all done it. There's no shame here. For like an hour. So no judgment zone. And then I woke up. I'm like, okay, now I have to go to bed. Yeah, now it's time to. I did that the other night watching The Office. I was watching that because I'm watching through that because there's nothing else good. There really isn't. I mean, I, nothing else has caught my eye. I I lost. I haven't really wrapped up. I'm, I know I mentioned uh, Ray Donovan. I watched about a season of that, and I I want to get back to it, but there's no way to watch it. I haven't I haven't downloaded it yet, and it's it's not on. It's not on Netflix. It's just it's kind of a pain to watch, it and I haven't jumped through the hoops yet. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I just watched like that's my nightly routine. I go home, just flip on the Office, and let it play while I eat dinner or relax or whatever. Because it's just it's the greatest show, man. I like I'm I'm watching Pam and Jim fall in love for what is probably the fourth or fifth time for me, and it's just it's just it's soothing, right, right in the feels, man. Right soothing. in the feels, so soothing. You know that scene that scene where he decides, um, 
he Jim is um he runs into Roy at the bar and then he and then he's like, you know, Pam's at art school, yada yada yada. And then after that, like it's just a smash cut basically to him in the car and he's yeah. like he's like, I'm driving out to see Pam. And then he turns the car around and he's like he's like, No, I'm not because I'm not that guy. And it's like, oh man, just right in the fields, man. Right. Me and Jim, man, we're we're blood brothers, you know. Good guys. That's what we are. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyways, so we can jump into it here. Uh, first, a little, uh, a little uh, uh, time sensitive sort of stuff. Um, I I know how this conversation is going to go, but we're going to have it anyways. Okay. This Saturday, thirty first of October. Yeah. Yeah. Anything Anything else happening that day? Not for you. Not for um, me. But. Uh, <laughs> no, I don't think so. Why? Yeah, not that I can recall. It's just funny to me because everybody, everybody at work or everybody anywhere is like, "What are you doing for Halloween? What are you dressing up for as Halloween? What is what is this? What is this?" And I'm like, "It's a pointless holiday with no meaning." <clears throat> and I really don't. I, you know, I was talking to my wife about it. My son's a year and a half, so he may like. We just redid his room. My wife redid his room because my wife is in full nest mode now, Matt. I I was out of town for three days. I came back. She painted my room, our room, the master bedroom, aquamarine. And there, yeah, and there's candles up, there's pictures up, and I'm like, seriously. And then, and then she has the audacity, because that 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 would that would be fine. But then she has the audacity to start doing my son's room, and it's a nice deep blue with a red stripe, and there's a boom and a pow like things on the wall, oh. and then there's three superhero posters, and I'm like, he gets to sleep across the hall in that room, and I have to come into Pinterest RS every night to go to sleep. Like, why can't I have hero posters in my room? Yeah, I'm 27, but I want hero posters. But you know what I'm saying? I mean, that's her nest. It's well, not exactly, your nest. Exactly. It's hers. I, I told my boss at work, and he said, well, do you want to get laid or not? Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, well, you make a good point. You know. But I'd still like the superhero posters. You can get laid in a superhero poster room. I hope my son does soon. <laughs> Kids a year and a half. I'm a terrible father. Yeah. Um, yeah, Halloween. It's absolutely pointless. It's yeah, it's kind of stupid. No utility. No, it's just it's just one of those things I just totally write off as as this is is bullcrap holiday. Yeah, it's just it's just another excuse for people to party. I don't I don't enjoy it. Yeah, and I don't dress up. I, have you ever dressed up for Halloween? Yeah. What did you dress up as? I don't remember, but I know I've done it. You know you've done it. Yeah. I'd be really interested to see what a young but Matt I just you dressed know, up as. Don't care anymore. Yeah. To do it. You like probably why? you probably did a sexy witch costume, <coughs> or a slutty Wonder Woman. It was slutty Wonder Woman. Okay, yeah, yeah. I knew I knew I'd get to the heart of it here soon, mm-hmm. but uh, yeah, it's um, just a big headache. That's all it is. And then and then everybody yeah. at work is like, oh, well, we're going to be slow because everybody's got. And I'm like, I'll be like, uh huh. That's what you think. That's in your mind. Your your mind is saying, oh, we'll probably be slow because of this, and you're kind of putting your hope on that. No. It just means we'll have dumber and dumber people, um, in the uh, in the establishment. It just means the people who, yeah, it, it holidays like that tend to be weird. Yeah. Um, well, it depends because like you work in an actual sit down restaurant, that, unless you're doing something like a costume contest or something, that could actually be slow because no one yeah. wants to go sit down. We've got something going on, but in the quick service business. 
Yeah, we've got something going on. But in the quick service business, people are going to and fro yep. from different things. To and fro. And they're well. like, uh, oh, let's stop. get some, let's get some mm-hmm. of this. Yeah. And and get get us some you know delicious burgers. Mm-hmm. Delicious burgers and fries. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I uh, made a mess of myself the other day. I mean, I just because. Well, I drove through Jack in a Box after probably eight or ten hours of not eating. It was Jack in the Box is your alcohol. Is it? Is it maybe? I. Th- it's probably the most accurate analogy that I've made or that you've made about Jack yeah. in a Box for me. Probably, yeah. Because I and I don't know why. I don't know why because it's not particularly tasty. Necessarily, no. It's not. I mean, <laughs> I mean, it, it's just like McDonald, you know, or any of the others, in my opinion. But yeah, it for some reason is, you know, and I'll just drive through, and it's it's just a binge thing. It really is, you know. Like I'll eat normally for a week, and then I'll do, and then like the one night a week I drive through or whatever it is, I'm just I'm just I'm gonna make a mess of myself. I'm gonna. It's one of those things where you eat, and then the last entree that you got is sitting on the tray or at home after you've unpacked it, mm-hmm. and and you're looking at that last entree, going, I have to eat it. Because yeah. because if I put it in the you know fridge or try and save it for tomorrow, it's gonna be shittier than it is now, mm. <laughs> and 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 I spent money on it, so this is going in my face, despite the level of discomfort that I already have from the three entrees I've already eaten. <laughs> entrees, well, because I don't order meals, man. I just order like four different sandwiches. <laughs> yeah, entrees. <laughs> well, is this the. the- Entree pricing, the single, you know what I'm talking about. That's the loosest definition of entree I've ever heard. (laughs) Well, yeah. Um, So I I saw this headline, Matt. Yeah. I clicked on it, and I knew it would it would it would warm your sick little heart. Okay. Uh, I know you've been having a bad week, but uh, (laughs) this is this is just this is one of those things you you see something or you read something or you hear about something. And you're just like, hmm, it just feels so good. It, feels, yeah. it makes me feel so happy inside. And I know that's what this is going to be for you. It slightly is for me. Um, <laughs> this, is, this, is, this is the headline. It's from the Daily Beast. I don't know. I guess it's accurate. I don't know why it wouldn't be. Exclusive, they say. Exclusive news to the Daily Beast. Feds investigate Hobby Lobby boss for illicit artifacts. Yeah. Did you hear about this? A little bit. Uh, one of America's most famously Christian businesses is amassing, and this, this, well, I'll just read and then, and then we'll commentate. Comment. One of America's most famously Christian businesses is amassing a vast collection of biblical antiquities. The problem is, <laughs> some of them may have been looted from the Middle East. <laughs> In 2011, a shipment of somewhere between 200 to 300 small clay tablets on their way to Oklahoma City, of all the places in the United States that those could be <laughs> going to. Mm. Uh, from Israel were seized by U.S. Customs agents in Memphis. The tablets were inscribed in cuneiform, the script of ancient Assyria and Babylonia, present-day Iraq, and were thousands of years old. Their destination was the <laughs> this wording here. Their destination was the compound of the Hobby Lobby Corporation, which became famous last year for winning a landmark Supreme Court case on religious freedom and government mandates. A senior law enforcement source with the extensive knowledge with extensive knowledge of antiquities smuggling, confirmed that these ancient artifacts had been purchased and were being imported by the deeply religious owners of the crafting giant, the Green family, of Oklahoma City. For the last four years, law enforcement sources tell the Daily Beast the Greens have been under federal investigation for the illicit importation of cultural heritage from Iraq. These tablets, like the other 40,000 or so artifacts, 40,000, mm-hmm. owned by the Green family. So they have, 
let's just look at marinade for a second. 40,000 artifacts. Anyways, we're destined for the Museum of the Bible, the giant new museum funded by the Greens, still slated to open in Washington, D.C. in 2017. Both the seizure of the cuneiform tablets and the subsequent federal investigation were confirmed to us by Kerry Summers, the president of the Museum of the Bible. Um, th- now, in all, in, all, in all actuality, this is probably just, we want to have this stuff over here for a museum about the Bible. Right? That's probably what it is, at face value. Doubtful, but go ahead. <laughs> but there's something in the back of my head, and maybe it's because I've been listening to your drivel for 80-some-odd episodes, but there's something in the back of my head that is just like, this sounds like some national treasure stuff. Like, this yeah. sounds like some weird, like, like I, I just don't understand, like, 40,000 artifacts. It yeah. just seems like a bit of a collection for a person. Because well, I understand if you're a CEO, you have what, cars or whatever. Remember what but, happened with when Saddam took power, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, it was a constant. Uh, a con- consolidation of uh, tribalism in Iraq, mm-hmm. and so in in the eighties, and so you have um, all, all of a sudden you have this uh, a much stronger state yeah. in Iraq, and so under Saddam, yeah, and so uh, you have a, a, con- a constant uh, consolidation of a lot of antiquity, mm-hmm. a lot of uh, artifacts, a lot of historic sites. A lot of archaeological digs, and Saddam started digging, and he was he was interested in what was going on. And one of the biggest things uh, during the invasion of Iraq um, in two thousand two was the Iraqi National History Museum, mm-hmm. and making sure that was secure. Uh, which, of course, we went in there, and immediately, as soon as we went in there, there was uh, reports of the Iraqi museum being looted. Yeah. It was being looted by us. Oh, for sure, yeah. Uh, the United States says was one of the first things that we did when we went into, into Iraq was just lock down all our artifacts <laughs> and start shipping everything back to the United States. <laughs> uh, Which, I mean, you, but know, see, you they, know anything about history, about history and about antiquity, Iraq is Babylon. Yeah, exactly. Well, and didn't... I, I don't know if I saw it in Time or some articles back in the day of when all that sort of stuff happened. But wasn't, didn't Saddam sort of fashion himself as like a Nebuchadnezzar? Yeah. Like he, like b- based on some of the stuff in his, <coughs> out of his, his compound or a the presidential palace Western, or whatever. A lot of that is Western propaganda. But Oh, is it? Yeah, but what he wanted, he he really did want to, uh, want to create a, a Babylon, a new Babylonian empire. But I mean, who does like Putin wants a USSR? Yeah, we all want to go back to the you past, know, the glory days. Um, every, every every world leader is trying to 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 create an empire. Um, but I think with especially with the Hobby Lobby stuff, obviously they have forty thousand other artifacts, right? <laughs> these yeah. people, these people have been doing this. Yeah, this shipment here is just two to three hundred small clay tablets so for <laughs> for a while. Yeah, and the United States government has been fine with it up until this point. Probably. Well, I mean, they said they've been under investigation, but yeah, it is, it is interesting because like well, this is 2011. Well, we live in America. We're all under investigation. <laughs> no, America. you're right. You're right. Every citizen is under investigation right now. Yeah. So, of course they're under investigation, but you have them removing these artifacts from Iraq, and it sounds to me like they just got the wrong ones. Yeah. Or they found ones that the United States government was also interested in. And Hobby Lobby probably said, uh, 
nope, we're taking them. And the government was like, no, you're not. And they're like, yeah, we are. And the government was like, oh, okay, well, we're taking everything you have now. Um, they, they, the government doesn't care if you take some artifacts, right? All you're doing is raping the culture of brown people. <laughs> government yeah. doesn't care. Yeah. Um, because um, that's what the government does. Unless, yes, unless you take the ones that they want. And then, then there's an issue. Then you're screwed. Right. Yeah. Don't dip, don't dip your hands in the government's pockets. Um, personally, I wonder what this has to do with uh, the cuneiform tablets that they recently unearthed um, that adds more to the Epic of Gilgamesh. Really? Um, yeah. Cause they, Was this in Iraq? Or? Yeah. Yeah. Because that's, I mean, that's one of the major things after the fall of Iraq is, is that we were... You know, getting these artifacts, and a lot of it has are tablets specifically like this yeah. from Babylonian antiquity. Um, yeah, yeah. I personally, I think it's the United States doesn't want us to know our true history. So, well, it's funny here. A little farther down in the article, it says, when Summers spoke with us, he made it sound as if the ongoing federal investigation was simply the result of a logistical problem. Quote, there was a shipment and it had improper paperwork, incomplete incomplete paperwork that was attached to it. That innocuous phrase, incomplete paperwork, makes it sound as if some forms were simply missing a date or signature. That is rarely the case, and this is the Daily Beast, you know, pontificating. That is rarely the case with the questionably acquired ancient artifacts. And were the problem merely logistical, the chances are slim that it would take four years to resolve. Summers suggested that the tablets were merely, quote, held up in customs, as if there was merely a, this was merely a case of bureaucratic delays. Sometimes this stuff just sits and nobody does anything with it. But an individual close to, an, to the investigation told us that investigators have accumulated hundreds of hours of interviews, which doesn't sound like a bureaucratic delay, which also suggests that there is more at stake here than merely a logistical oversight. An attorney familiar with customs explained that they often center on improperly filled out paperwork. There are two types of customs declarations in foreign, et cetera, et cetera. Informal entry, collective monetary value under twenty five hundred, yada yada yada. Guarantee you, Hobby Lobby or their owners, the Green family, got a hold of something that they weren't supposed to have. Well, he, further down, Steve Green, the CEO of Hobby Lobby, admitted that among his family's extensive collection, they might have some illegally acquired antiquities. Though he denied having ever knowing having ever knowingly done anything wrong. Of course, as you I'm do, not, I'm not saying that they haven't. They don't have anything illegal. I'm saying that they got a hold of something that they're not supposed to have. Yeah. That only the United States government is supposed to have. Yeah. The Greens are, and this is an interesting point, the Greens are worth $4.5 or so. If they are indeed prosecuted, no fine could make a significant dent in their financial well-being. Yeah. It's almost like those sports players, you know, when they say $60,000 for spitting on the field. You know, it's like, okay, I'll write you a check. Let's, you know, yeah. I'll be playing Tuesday. That's it. You know, like, that's what happened here. Like, even if they're like, oh, yeah, you have 100 artifacts that are totally illegal. Shouldn't have them, you know. Women and children were uh, ravaged for these artifacts. Can't have them. Uh, and, you know, we'll find you $3 million. Oh, okay. That sucks. <laughs> you know, yeah. they'll just write the check and be on. Um, if they're indeed prosecuted, no fine. But for a company and a family that have built their reputation on a particular set of Christian values, this this investigation may hurt more than any financial penalty could. And I know that's what you're hoping for, Matt, um, as well, of, as, well as uh, the rest of our liberal listeners. That we've amassed thanks to your idiotic viewpoints. Oh, my idiotic viewpoints, huh? Yeah, yeah, your idiotic viewpoints. Because you know I'm a I'm a card carrying conservative. Do we have liberal listeners? I think we do. Oh, 
do we? We probably have here's 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 the listeners that we probably have. We probably have insane listeners. Like they, they don't really subscribe to any party mm-hmm. hardcore and they're just they're just nuts. They're yeah. just nuts. You would have to be to listen to eighty episodes of, of, of this this type of discussion. Yeah. A certain special kind of nuts. Like not truly nuts. Like not not, you know, drown the kids nuts. But like but like truly nuts like in the mind. Like we are. I know I am. Like if I if I look at my thought patterns, I'm like I'm like, dude, you gotta get it together. Get it together. Focus on what's important. And I'm like, no, man. Like, what about NASA? Like, just I, I there's something wrong up here, for sure, for yeah. sure, for sure. Anyways, that was a story I thought you'd find interesting. Um, yeah, I had already, I I'd heard about it, but I hadn't uh, done any any research or any reading about it. Really? Yeah. Well, I'm sure our, our conspiracy has to have something. Our conspiracy, our maybe, that, maybe not. I don't know that community. I mean, I I think Reddit. I haven't checked it out in the past 24 hours, but I think Reddit would jump at the chance to uh, roast Hobby Lobby. Yeah, Reddit is is not what it used to be. It's not. It's truly not. I don't know. There's a subreddit that I I used to follow. I don't anymore, but it was called <laughs> it was called up our upvoted because girl. Yeah, yeah, and it, and it would just it would just pull people would submit these these pulls from our picks, our funny, anywhere else where quite literally the three or five thousand upvotes that it got was literally just because of an attractive woman. Mm. That's it. That's it. It's it's it's, <laughs> it's mostly yeah. No value yeah. of any sort at all other than boobies. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> pretty much. Um it's not uh Reddit is as a site has um you can't say anything on that site anymore without it being heavily censored and or um if you say the wrong thing you get the wrong attention. Mm-hmm. You know. Then you're never on the side again. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh it it's I don't know, man. Disappointing. Yeah. Uh here's an article from a publication that I hate. And I apologize for shining the light on their rag of an institution. But it's a pretty interesting article. <laughs> Salon.com, of course. Uh, they really want a theocracy. The GOP candidates who want to make you bow to their lord. Yeah. And I'm not going to go through it because it's, it's... It's a discussion we have every every election cycle. Well, and it's very, very in-depth. Or it's long. I don't know if in-depth is it. But it's very interesting about some of the top... Uh, uh, candidates this time around who are really into their religion. Um, I, I mean, it just brings a lot of stuff into this. Like they're talking about antibiotics and people that want to performing abortions can be life threatening for doctors. Like what? Result of decades of Christian propaganda. It's 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 just very interesting. Um, even the faith faker Donald Trump is courting evangelicals. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I just thought it was interesting. And what percentage of, or is it all of them, uh, of the GOP candidates believe believe something hardcore that they stand on? I know Ben Carson is one of them. I know, I think Rand Paul is, but he doesn't bring his religion into it, right? Like, he he kind of strays away from, like, this is what I believe and this is how it should be because Uh, of that. They all, I mean, yeah, you have to toe the party line. And the party line of religion is, in the GOP, is you have to be religious. Yeah. 
Who's the front runner now? I haven't even seen any headlines. Carson. Is he really? That's what he's polling. But now he, what is, he's not the front runner. Front runner is Jeb. All these other clowns are just trotted out there to make uh to 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 get people tired of listening to them and hearing about them. And then in two months, all of a sudden they'll fade away and everybody will be like, Oh Jeb. Oh oh Jeb. Yeah, Jeb and, and Hillary. Then, yeah. And where does Sanders fall? Uh I did hear that was when I was in Chicago when I guess the most recent or the first debate amongst the Democrats happened. Mm-hmm. Was that was that recent? I, yeah. I, this is how little I'm following. A couple weeks ago. But they they said, um, I think it was interesting that CNN was like Hillary won, Hillary won, Hillary won, Hillary won, I think. And then, uh, but but there was a poll on their very own site that, that everyone voted and said that Sanders won. Yeah. Um, and then they pulled the poll and did another one for 24 hours. And then, and then that was their news cycle. And they said, oh yeah, our poll definitely has Hillary pulling out in the front. Yeah. Um, which I don't know why you would trust any, any news organization that had a poll on their website. Like, how is that even remotely trustworthy? It's not, uh, it's, it's just a clear, clear view that the establishment wants Hillary to win. Um, but is Bernie Sanders good? Uh, no, I don't think so. But now, what I, I know, you kind of had a little bit of a thing for him. So what, I mean, I was, I was, I was interested in it. On board with the no, no prison system, you know. Yeah, but here's the thing: um, every time I open up the Reddit app, scroll through my front page. <laughs> oh, it's it's. There's three articles about Sanders. saying how uh, Bernie Sanders is going to, you know, uh, feed all the children and make our dicks bigger. <laughs> um, Wait, he is. Yes. Oh, he's got my vote. He's got my vote because my kid's hungry and my penis is small. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, that you know that's that's what I, I see on the Reddit front page. No, for sure. Yeah. So I know that there's some sort of interest group that's backing him, that's trying to make us all love him, without making us realize that it's a corporate entity trying to make us all love him. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's been he's a career politician. He's bought and paid for. Doesn't matter if he's run as um, an independent or I mean, as GLC, a socialist whatever it is. or yeah. whatever. Um, he's. It doesn't matter if he marshaled Dr. King. He's he's a career politician. He's bought and paid for. You can't be a career politician. You can't be a senator for years and years and years <laughs> and not be in somebody's pocket. Yeah. He's bought and paid for. He's a part of the establishment. Um, he's part of the control matrix. That and see, United, here's the thing. United here's, States government. Here's an interesting thing that I'll note about Sanders. His views, right? Uh, like the whole socialism thing that he's big into. Uh, and at one point was a socialist party member or whatever, you know, and who cares, you know, but, but like th- that viewpoint, I think it's interesting that it seems to me that a guy like Sanders has always been what he's been, right? I, I I don't think his viewpoints have necessarily changed. You know, it's not like we have a John Kerry on our hands where it's like, well, 10 years ago you said this, five years ago you said this, and now you're saying this, and all three yeah. are different, right? I don't think he has a lot of that. But I think I think it's interesting that now, 2015, when people my age are of voting age, because I'm, I'm I'll, admittedly, even on this show, whatever it is, I've been very confused about politics, not know what to do, not know who to vote for because nobody really catches my eye. And it's like, now this guy with these 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 views that because had he run in 2008 or had he run in in um um 2004 i guess it was like they he, he it would have been 
he would have been one and done. Yeah. He would have been he would have been you know the guy that that shows up for a second and then two months later is like I'm throwing my support behind so and so. It never would have worked, right? And this time there's so much hoopla behind him and you know it's Reddit and everybody online. I've got a I've got a sect of Facebook friends that are just I mean seriously they would they would drop down on their knees and and give them lip service you know if they, mm-hmm. if they could you know it just. It's bananas, and they're my age. They're people I grew up with, yeah. right? People that that as they were in high school, I was in high school, right? It's like that about to be thirties, and now we're all into it. It's like it's like he's being presented, or he's just come along at this right time where everybody my age can actually basically like give a crap about voting again because yeah. they have this this mecca of everything that they believe, or or you know, hey, everything's so bad. Let's do something different for a while now, and and that alone makes me think, you know, I don't know that I necessarily go to the viewpoint that you did, you know, with the corporate entity and stuff like that. Not that he's not bought and sold. I'm not saying that, but I don't I don't know that it's it's a corporate interest. But it's like, yeah, this this dude this can't be right for us. You yeah. know what I mean? Like like the fact that he's just like, oh, here's the answer. You know, mm-hmm. because because seriously, think about it. Four years ago, dude would have n- never had a chance. Yeah. You know, with the way the country was, as you even get closer and closer to nine eleven, you know, as you go back, but it wouldn't happen. Eight years wouldn't ago wouldn't happen. Eight years ago, Obama was the same thing. Came out of nowhere. He was everybody's. Uh, but he wasn't that radical, though. I mean, he wanted to reform. I mean, I guess he no, was in no, the day and age. But, but, but he was he was different. Yeah, and he was uh, you know not the from the color of his skin to everything else. And so people, the people who wanted to change things, right? Yeah, that those, was your those dude. people who were fed up and want to use their vote to change things. They then vote for him. Yeah. And it's that's why Sanders scares old me. Old boss, same as the new boss, because. The United States government knows that they have millions and millions and millions of people in this country, mm-hmm. no, probably 25 to 30% of the people in this country who are looking around and saying that this is all screwed up <laughs> and we need to fundamentally change the way how we do yeah. government. Yeah. And they're sick and tired of... And the number one mouthpiece for that is, of course, give that some thought. Exactly. But <laughs> they're sick and tired of the oligarchy in this country. Mm-hmm. So what do you do? Do you let them solidify behind somebody that they know to be a good person and or grab pickaxes yeah see that's the thing i think i think i think a sanders or an obama is the pickaxe in a political viewpoint but but do you do you let them give give up make their own candidate right or do you give them exactly what they want Mm -hmm. a a package that looks exactly what they want yeah but that completely belongs to you (laughs) to damn it man so so you give them exactly what they think that they want Mm-hmm. And what looks good, and they think that might change something, mm-hmm. and it might make a difference. And then, he's but they're still board. not making a difference. Yeah. You well, know? and they, and they wouldn't. You know, like even Obama's thing. Like, like you know, the one thing that I was like, okay, not my president. Didn't vote for him. Not so much on board with his policies. But if he can do the one thing, the one thing that he said he was going to do, that I was like, please do this. He didn't do. Yeah, Guantanamo. I, I think it's come I think, on, man. I've been waiting eight yeah. years. What's the deal? Yeah. I think it's not <laughs> close just, it down. It's not just voting uh, for. We need a new party in this country. We need a party that's not controlled by an establishment government. Yeah, but see, that's what truly scares. Yeah, the establishment, as it were, and it'll never happen because of that. Because because I think, like you said, you'll always have like the government will always be able to bring up, um, or the parties will always be able to bring up a Sanders. Or, or or even a Rand Paul, you know, you got to look at somebody like that who's who's had these interesting viewpoints about net neutrality, who's who's filibustered on on uh, I think SOPA, he stood up for what eighteen hours or something like that, you mm-hmm. know, all, all this different stuff that 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 
a certain certain demographic, a certain you know people my age and things like that were really behind. And as long as you can just keep feeding them that, then your establishment keeps running, and it's always going to run as it should. Yeah, you know, and we'll just keep we'll just keep trotting out more debt to keep everybody happy, anyways. Yeah, you know, politicians will be happy. Everybody's getting paid, and whatever new thing they want to do, well, just write another check for it. Yep. <laughs> No, everybody's happy. Uh, speaking of career politicians, just saw this headline and pulled it up. Half got to pull this up. The Daily Beast is now our friend because this is this is great. Scientology could get its own senator. Really? <laughs> yeah, it's headline. Meet Representative David Jolly. Great name, by the way. Great name. I'm jolly for jolly. If that's not if that's not his his uh, what his supporters are yelling, then they're doing it all wrong. Excuse me. Meet Representative David Jolly, the man who represents Scientology's Mecca, and is now running to replace Marco Rubio in the U.S. Senate. The Church of Scientology and uh, Scientology may have a new ally in the U.S. Senate. Republican Congressman and 2016 Senate candidate David Jolly's district includes the town of Clearwater, Florida, which is home to the Flag Service Organization, the, quote, spiritual headquarters of Scientologists planet-wide, and the organization's mecca. It is Scientology's largest church, situated in a complex spread out over a nine-mile grid in in the heart of downtown Clearwater. Given the large footprint of the church in his district, Jolly's ties... I can't... Jolly's... Jolly's ties with Scientologists may have paid dividends on the local level, but now that he's running to represent the entire state of Florida, his connections with the controversial church may prove to be a liability. He's received numerous donations from an infamous Scientologist doctor, attended rallies and fundraisers thrown by the church, and steadfastly refuses to distance himself from the group. Scientology is a relatively new religion created by American sci-fi writer. We've gone over this, etc., etc. The church has gained much attention. Sonny Bono and Tom Cruise, credit to the church frequently... Accused the religious organization of being at best a scam and at worst a cult that engages in criminal activity, abuse, campaigns of intimidation, and slave labor. Former high-ranking members have alleged that Scientology's leader, David Miscavige, uses, quote, terroristic techniques to silence those critical of the church. Charges Scientology denies. The church also allegedly used spies and operatives to try and frame its most famous critic for sending threats to then-Secretary of State Henry Kissinger. If that wasn't enough, yeah, etc., etc., um. Yeah, no more details about him. It doesn't look like. Oh, decided to set up shop in Clearwater. The mayor at the time referred to Scientology's activities in the city as the occupation of Clearwater. <laughs> it is now considered the biggest concentration of Scientologists in the world and a frequent destination for some of the church's most famous adherents, such as Cruz and John Travolta. Other links to Scientology. Treasurer of his leadership, Nancy Watkins, is on the advisory board of the Florida Citizens for Social Reform. The organization, according to the Tampa Bay Times, is formed by local Scientologists and promotes drug treatment. Yeah, drug treatment. I don't know if you've heard anything about Scientology's drug treatment programs, the Narconon Centers. Yeah. They've, they've, they've had more than one lawsuit, I believe more than one, about uh, people dying because there's absolutely no hard science behind their their drug thing. like their mm-hmm. their drug plan is uh drugs are bad and you need to have a ton of niacin to sweat and get rid of the drugs yeah no background in actual medicine at all yeah <laughs> just hey this is what we think will work but yeah anyways 
Hospitality has accepted several donations from Dr. David Minkoff, a doctor who was entangled in a Scientology scandal that involved the death of a 36-year-old woman. Yeah, anyways. Sorry. Saw that headline and uh, had to click on it. No, don't be sorry. It's, um... So, yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yep. World's going to crap. Um, that was... I mean, Scientology has been trying to infiltrate politics for years. Yeah. You know, it's part of their end game. Thankfully, they're a little bit too crazy for it to go anywhere much of the time. But Yeah, but they do have a lot of money. They do have a have ton a lot of, of money. When you have a lot of money. You can do a lot of make, things. Yep, you can make things happen yeah. that you want to happen. So that's what we need, man. We just need a lot of money. Yeah. I think and that's mostly it. What, what Scientologists have done with all their money is make things go away that they don't want people to know about. <laughs> Mostly. Which, of course, is like if you and I got a lot of money, that's mm-hmm. the first thing we would do. People and yeah. things, we'd be like, okay, these just need to be gone. Yeah. First thing we'd do. Yeah. If we got $50 million right now, that's the first thing we'd do. And then I would buy a Tesla. I don't know what the first thing I would do with $50 million is. Don't be ridiculous, Matt. You'd, you'd, you'd live on a weed plantation in Mexico. I mean, I I don't know what I would yeah I don't know what I would do. And you'd pay you'd pay uh, you'd pay Mexicans pennies on the day to cultivate your uh, your pennies strain. Pennies on the day? No, come on, man. Like I would, <laughs> I would pay them well. Right, they'd get three dollars and sixty cents a day, Addison. Yeah. Don't be disrespectful. Yeah. <laughs> man, I'd pay I'd pay them lettuce picker wages. Exactly. You know. Exactly. And then like and then like a like a like a three cent bonus per hour because it's because it's technically illegal. You know, that's their security bonus. Yeah. Anyhow. Anything else on your mind? Not really. Yeah. It's about time. Yeah. Well we gotta get you to work here. Mm-hmm. Could be a short one. Yeah. Your voice is uh doesn't sound good, Matt. No. I I know I know. Yeah. I know. So sorry, folks. Maybe next week. Um, drink some hot tea. Like I said, a little bit of honey in there, a little bit of lemon. <clears throat> yeah, like I said, this is the sickest I've been since I was a kid for the past couple of months. So I don't know. Um, anyway, well, I feel like you're. Uh, I'll say this for Matt's health. We'll do a little little check in, little report here. Um, I feel. I'll say this. I feel like you. This this is handled um, better now. Uh, than it would have been because remember you had a time there where you you really weren't 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 yeah. doing too well and some diet and things and and um, yeah I I feel like I feel like now at least you're because you're back it's just your voice you know which yeah. happens with these types of things because yeah. you because and, and correct me if I'm wrong but I, I guarantee you this is what's happening with you the second it starts to feel good you have to go into work for a ten hour shift that you're basically yelling for the whole thing mm-hmm. or, or talking very loudly. Yeah. Like it's not even like we're talking now. And even right now, you know, I mean, this is kind of like an hour level. ago, but I feel like throwing up right now. So that's oh, exciting. I know. Right. Well, watch out for that flu bug ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Get yourself the vaccine. I'm not happy with it. I thought I was going to do a story about a vaccine. I don't remember what it was. Oh, well, just a side note. I heard a advertisement for a vaccine on the radio the other day. Really? Yeah, like you would like a pill or anything else. You know, ask your doctor if such such is right for you. And it was a vaccine. And it really weirded me out. I was like, what? What is... Because what is... I thought, like, can't they not really be on the radio? Or like, I mean, I guess they, I guess they can, yeah. obviously. But, but yeah. it, it just seemed weird because I don't remember ever having heard uh, or seen or really heard anything other than like the flu shot, the flu shot, the flu shot, which like the World Health Organization basically 
mix it together every year. But yeah, it was just really weird because I've never heard other than from a doctor who says, you know, like for my son, you know, like they were like, you know, oh, we recommend that he gets this and then this at this time and this really helps with your infections. And, you know, they explained all that to us. But I've never, I, I don't recall ever like seeing like a commercial or something like you do for Viagra or, or any of those other allergy yeah. meds or anything. It was really weird. I was like, ah, okay, this is telling me I should get a vaccine. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, and because they don't listen, I'll share this. We're trying to decide whether we should impose vaccines on some close family members because they'll be watching our unborn baby when he's born, he or she is born. And whether I want to have that discussion with people in my family of, hey, I'd like you to get this vaccine. You've never had it. Because whooping cough, whooping cough is a thing that like, you're not going to get it. I'm not going to get it. Mm -hmm. But if you haven't been vaccinated and happen to get it, you'll be fine. You get an antibiotic. You'll be down for three weeks, and you and you'll you have a cough, and you'll be fine. But if you do that, and then are around my my son, particularly who's under six months, it'll kill him. Yeah, it'll kill him. You know, six months and under, that kid's that basically, from what I understand, that kid's dead if they get whooping cough. Yeah, you know, or or gonna cling to life and 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 barely make it. You know, so it's kind of like, okay, well, should we should we do this? Should we not? Like. Should we make people get this? You know, because because I'm I don't want to make people make those types of decisions for their lives. But then on the flip side, well, if you want to be around my kid, like I want yeah. my kid to live. That's kind of a priority for me as a father. But uh, anyways, there's a show for you. It was yep. a short one. wasn't wasn't the greatest. I apologize. But we'll be back. Uh, hopefully, we'll be back next week. My schedule's the same. Maybe yeah, we Wednesday will. or something like that. We we're we're gonna make it happen next week. Uh, send send Matt some tweets at suburban underscore wizard. Tell him to drink some hot tea. Send in your remedies for Matt's. No, uh, no don't. Matt's healthy. Uh, Not gonna listen anyway. Yeah. Not gonna listen anyway. Yeah, you're gonna send him in, and Matt's just gonna continue eating peanut butter and drinking bush beer. It's true. <laughs> Absolutely true. That's Matt's antibiotic right there. That's mm-hmm. what he says when he says I'm on some antibiotics. He means bush beer and peanut butter. Yeah. Crunchy peanut butter. No yeah. bread, just eating the peanut butter. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so long, everybody out there in Audioland. This has been a production of Tripod Broadcasting.